ticket. When springtime rolls around and brings Easter right along with it, it's pretty easy to make things sweet and fun. Stock up on candy, do at least one Easter egg hunt, right? Maybe find a special dress or a snazzy bow tie for church, but making the season meaningful doesn't come with a checklist. So how do you focus your family on Jesus this season even after Easter? You can start with help from Talk About, new from Awana. Every week, the team at Talk About sends out an email chock full of helpful, relatable content designed to get you and your family engaged with the gospel. You'll get conversation guides, ideas to help your kids dig deeper, outside-the-box creative activities, even a Spotify playlist to keep you centered while you work, play, drive. Whatever your family's routine looks like, visit talkaboutdiscipleship.com and subscribe with code WEST to get your first month of family faith content for free. That's talkaboutdiscipleship.com. Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, your sleepy host, Matthew West, and as always, I really hope you like it. This is dedication. This is devotion. This is me patting myself on the back and reminding you that I will stop at nothing to bring you an episode of the Matthew S. Podcast. I'm tired because we just played last night in Indiana. And it was just about a three-hour drive home from Nashville, or to Nashville, I should say. And uh, right after we were done with the last song, hopped on the bus, the band ate some Five Guys burgers. I did not, mind you. I was good. I was disciplined. Uh, headed to Nashville. We got in about 1.30. I hopped right off the bus, drove home, got in my bed about 2 a.m. And then I laid in my bed with my ears still ringing from the concert just a few hours before. That always happens. Anyways, um, my ears were ringing, couldn't sleep. Finally fell asleep about 3.30, and then I woke up and came to the story house to record this podcast because I cannot be stopped. (laughs) How you doing, everybody? Thanks for joining me. I got to say, it's been so cool having people come up to me while I'm on tour. And normally we talk music. You know, they come up to me, they tell me about a song they like, or we talk about, you know, where they're from, whatever. But mostly it's music related. Sometimes it's about a book, one of my books. We talk about the God Who Stays book, available now. Um, But it's been so much fun hearing from you who are out there listening to the podcast. And uh, thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening week in and week out. The format of this show, for those of you who are first-timers, typically what I will have is, uh, well, I shouldn't say typically. We've sort of ebbed and flowed. A lot of times I like to have a guest on the show and and interview them and and get get to hear their story. And then there's a segment called Songs from the Story House, where we kind of dive in to the heart behind one of the songs that, uh, that I've written or recorded. And then there's a final segment called Dadvice, which is where my dad joins me and sends us out with uh, some scripture and some inspiration. So I hope you'll like that format. Sometimes I don't have a guest. It's just me, myself, and I. Uh, my guest is myself, and I, I get to talk. I get to hang out with you, share my stories, update you on life. Hopefully, maybe read some devotional thoughts and encourage you. Sometimes I take some calls. In fact, I might do that right now. Hi, Matthew. Uh, This is Jules from Zealand, Michigan. I was at your show on Friday, and I had so much fun. It was great meeting you, and I'm really glad that I got to give you a letter. 
that had a little bit of my story. Also, I loved the show. It was awesome. It was my first ever Matthew West concert, so it was great. And I also love your dad. Your dad is so sweet, and he's also really funny, despite the fact that you may think his jokes aren't. Uh, but, yeah, I, I had so much fun, and I'm just really glad that I was able to meet you and then I was able to go to your show. I also had a question for you that I didn't get to ask at the meet and greet. I write songs, and I just wondered if you had any songwriting advice, and if you do, what would it be? But, yeah, I also wanted to say thank you so much for all that you do. Love your podcast. Love your music. Always will. So thank you. God bless you, and have a great day. And there's a great call from Jules in Zeeland, Michigan, where we just were this weekend. And I got to be honest, I was a little frightened to play in Michigan in April because I know how the weather can be in that part of the country. In April, it can be freezing cold, my friends. I grew up in Chicago, and uh, we would go see the Chicago Cubs play baseball as a kid. And if you went in April, the biggest merchandise seller at the stadium was a blanket. It was so cold. So you can imagine, it's, it's only colder when you get to Michigan. And yet, guess what? 80 degrees. Sunny. Gorgeous. And I met a bunch of people, like Jules. I kept commenting about how beautiful the day was, right? And they told me, they said, yeah. In fact, some people were wearing shorts at the concert. I noticed it. And I said, man, you, are you used to wearing shorts? And they're like, no. Today's rare because Monday it's going to snow. And so, uh, so I'm glad I was there the day that I was there. And Jules, I'm going to get to your question in just a second. But first, I got to tell you, speaking of Zeeland, Michigan, I'm so glad you called because something's been on my mind. I went for a walk in Zeeland, Michigan, and I noticed, um, actually, Mac Powell, who's on tour with me, pointed this out to me. Zeeland, Michigan had a, um, where I was walking, there was a new, uh, newly established, how do I say this, cemetery. It was a cemetery. And it must have been like built by the city of Zealand. And it's, you know, I don't, but it had this sign right off the road. And I walked right by it and it said the, you know, the such and such cemetery. I don't remember the name of it. But at the bottom of the sign for the cemetery, I kid you not, at the bottom were the words, feel the zeal. Not Z E A L, but Z E E L, because that's how you spell Zealand. So, in other words, it's a cemetery, and the cemetery sign had the tagline at the bottom, feel the zeal for a cemetery. And I, <laughs> you know, cemeteries aren't supposed to be funny. And I, I just thought that was a very interesting choice of, of advertisements. <laughs> zeal is not normally what I would think to feel. In fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to look up the, let's look up the definition of the word zeal just so we can understand here, because maybe that is something you're supposed to feel at a cemetery. Yeah, no, like I thought. The definition of Webster's uh, Oxford Dictionary, zeal, noun, great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. So that's my question for you guys today. Do you feel the zeal? Do you? Maybe there's a deeper meaning in that. The fact that that was on the cemetery sign, feel the zeal. You know, maybe it was like, you know, 
be living with excitement because life is a gift? I don't know. Living with zeal because uh, because you know you get to go to heaven? I It all feels like a little bit of a stretch to me. But uh, anyways, <laughs> that's, my, that's my zeal and story. And uh, funny uh, story, actually, I just got my first tattoo. You know what it says? Feel the zeal. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. Jules, back to you, my friend. Thank you for the call. Thanks for coming to the show. And thank you for giving me your story. And I love that. It means so much to me. So many of you come to the show and you put an envelope in my hands and it's filled with cash. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. But it's filled with stories. And it means so much to me. And I haven't had the chance to read your story, Jules, yet because... Well, I've been on the road, and uh, but what I do is I collect your stories, and then I take them to the story house, and I read them. So I'm going to get to your story, and I want to thank you so much for sharing it with me. And I believe you had a question about songwriting, some advice for songwriting. Can I just tell you, I have so much advice about songwriting. Now, I didn't say it's good advice, and I didn't say it's correct, but what I mean is I love, I absolutely love, one of my favorite things to do is to write songs. One of my second favorite things to do is to talk about songwriting. Matter of fact, on the bus ride home last night, my plan was to actually record the podcast, and instead, I sat in the front lounge of the bus with my band, and we talked about music and songwriting for three straight hours and listened to songs. It was so, so much fun. I love it. And so let me just give you some of the first songwriting advice that comes to my mind right now is to write often, to don't be encumbered, don't be hindered by the feeling that it needs to be perfect and don't even be limited by feeling like you have to put music to the words sometimes the best writing comes when you're not worrying about a song but you're just worrying about I'm not even worrying you're you're just pouring your heart out on the page so there's a book called the artist's way I believe it's called and uh, I read the book regularly. It's um, different creative exercises that it walks you through. And one of the things the author encourages you to do is your morning pages. And I've read several songwriting books. And that's another bit of advice I would give you is, you know, treat it like something that you really want to work at. It's not just a, a feeling thing. It's not just, oh, I feel the zeal and I'm going to I'm going to write today. Oh, I don't feel the zeal today, so I'm not going to write. It's You dig in, you go for it, and you write. By the way, I am going to say feel the zeal for the rest of today's episode. In fact, I might change the name of the podcast. To, well, okay, we'll get to that later. Man, this tattoo hurts. Ouch. I'm just kidding. I didn't get one. But one of the exercises in this book that I read talks about your morning pages. So I've started kind of, I try to do this every day. I don't always get to do it every day. But I'll wake up. As part of my quiet time, I'll have my quiet time. And then I'll just put my pen to the paper and I will write for 10 minutes. And it's sort of an object writing lesson. And uh, for example, like right now I'm staring at my laptop because I'm recording. And I might look at my laptop and I might just start writing about my laptop computer. That might sound weird. But when you start writing about the laptop computer, guess what I think about? I think about the time that I was uh, recording the podcast and I spilled my coffee all over the laptop. And I thought for sure that all of my song ideas were ruined and how that made me absolutely freak out because I thought there were great song ideas there. And then I start typing about the cleaning the coffee up and then trying to search and see if it'll still work. And it didn't work. And so for a whole day, I thought all of my song ideas were gone. And then the next day I come back and the computer is working again. Ah, 
it's a miracle. And I dig in and I find those song ideas that I thought were going to be lost forever. And there they were. And I thanked God. And 10 minutes goes by and I'm writing this whole story all about, you know, uh, coffee and laptop and being overjoyed that my song ideas were discovered. You know, and then you start, you just kind of awaken the senses. And guess what? That writing, Jules, had nothing to do with the song. It was just kind of like a journal entry. And you try to think about the five senses, you know, you when I'm writing about it, I, this might sound boring to you guys, but when you're trying to write like an object writing or your morning pages, I, I try to write about what the smell of the coffee was like, how messy it was. What did it feel like when I was trying to, you know, wipe up everything off the laptop, you know, the sounds of the computer, you know, glitching and all those things and trying to capture the senses and the colors of even the most minute and mundane parts of life. And then it can kind of awaken the senses for the rest of the day. And the idea is that your antennas are up the rest of the day. You know what I mean? So anyways, that's um, a little bit of songwriting advice for you. Don't worry about the song for a while. Just start your morning pages. And oh, here's the other part about this. I love this assignment. For 10 minutes, don't let your pen leave the page. You got to keep writing. Just keep writing. Keep writing. But when the 10 minutes is up, you got to stop writing. A lot of times you'll find yourself in such a groove, you don't want to stop, but it's good to stop. And then you're kind of going through the rest of your day with anticipation. That's probably more advice than you wanted to hear, but uh, write your story, Jules. And the fact that you already gave me your story tells me that uh, you're not scared to put the pen to paper. Thanks for the call. All right, let's see who else is feeling the zeal today. Matthew West. Hello, my name is Kim Pratt. I call Ohio home, but I'm hoping, pick me, pick me. Because me and my husband are truck drivers, and I listen to you in all 48 states. So just thank you for everything you do. Thank you for uh, my story, Your Glory. Um, I've been wanting to call for a while, but today is the day because we are seeing you in Ohio tonight. So um, my niece and nephew have recently just got baptized. So how timely will your concert be tonight with my Mac Powell as well? So thank you for coming, and we look forward to tonight worshiping with you um i wanted to say i have been listening uh to you back from more back in 2003 after i recently got saved when i was 30 years old uh, my favorite episodes since i've been listening from the beginning um danny goki ellie Dostecki, great uh episodes of your podcast i love listening to it while i drive at night but the first one's mark call just your friend he that grabbed me right from the beginning just the stories behind all your music and your composition. So thank you so much for bringing us into your story house. Thank you for your faithfulness to Christian music and staying with that and being obedient to the Lord and all that he has done through you and will continue to do in your obedience. And um, I just wanted to say your dad is uh, just so sweet and his voice, the way he calls you Matthew. Me and my sister lost my dad 11 years ago to melanoma cancer. So we both just love the segment of dad voice and how sweet his voice is. So thank you for that. And, oh, one other thing, your next podcast, I have a great guest for you. How about Thomas Rhett? You guys both are great men of the Lord. You have beautiful wives, and you are dad girls. So thank you, Matthew West. Hopefully uh, we'll see you soon. Okay, thank you. Bye. Hey, what's better than finding quality candidates for the job that you need filled? Well, finding them fast for a powerful hiring platform, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. 
Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Do you hate waiting? Me too. Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. I'm running a company. I've got a small team, a small but mighty team, and we are looking to grow. And when I need to grow, I need to find people fast because I'm doing a whole lot of things. I'm on tour. I'm recording this podcast, and I need Indeed, and maybe you do too. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to US Indeed data. Now, Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. And that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. So visit Indeed.com slash West to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash West. That's Indeed.com slash West. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Do you need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you, Kim Pratt from Ohio. What a call. So much good stuff there. Where do I even start? First of all, Ohio. A fun fact about Ohio, for those of you who have never been, you could be anywhere in Ohio and uh, you could randomly shout, like you could be at a restaurant or say at my concert and you could shout, O-H, and all of the rest of the people there will show you that they know how to spell their state name. And they'll go, I-O. It's true. So every time I play in Ohio, at random points in the show, I will shout O-H, and they will impress me. The crowd will impress me with their spelling. Kim, I hope that you guys enjoyed the show. I love hearing that you're listening to the music and the podcast as you're um, driving on down the road in all 48 states. That is awesome. I wish you safe travels. Um, When I think of... What you just told me about being a truck driver. One of my favorite songs growing up was uh, that song, Convoy. Do you know that song? You probably know that song. Mercy sakes, we got us a convoy. Anyways, that's so cool. And I loved being in Ohio. Matter of fact, I think I have a clip. I'm not sure if this video, this audio is from Ohio. It's definitely from this weekend. But uh, I was blown away. I've been blown away every single night by getting to hear the crowd sing. And the, how loud they're singing these songs. It kind of gets me a little bit emotional, Kim, if I'm being honest. And so if you are one of those people out there singing your heart out, thank you so much. I want to play you guys this clip here. I mean, it was goosebumps. It was like um, every night. And I don't know. Don't even know what to say. But uh, And Kim, thanks for your comments about some of those specific episodes. Uh, I loved your suggestion of Thomas Rhett. I want to write a song with Thomas Rhett. Maybe we could write a song together and do a podcast interview together. So great suggestion. I'm going to reach out to Thomas, see if he wants to join me. That's awesome. So here we go. O.H., O-H-I-O. 
God bless you, Kim Pratt. Safe travels. Hi, Matthew. My name is Katie, and this is... Noel. Noel. How old are you, Noel? Three. Three. Can you say hi, Matthew? Hi, Matthew. She also calls you the Gobble Gobble Guy, as we love the Gobble Gobble song. I know you are kind of sad that you wrote that song, but we absolutely love it and all your Christmas music. We've been listening to you, well, I've been listening to you since, oh gosh, 2009, um, 2010, when you came out with um, your first, not your first album, the first album was in 03. I know I listened to you a little bit on Caleb as well, but we started going to see you in concert in 2010 so my family and i have listened to you a lot um my favorite song from the new album is i need jesus and noelle what's your favorite song my story my story your glory and we are coming to see you do you remember when tomorrow you are in archibald where we live so we are so excited that noelle and her two cousins ellie and gracie are going to their first concert, and that is you tomorrow. So we're very excited. I also um, really like your new song, Hard Season. Um, My husband and I went through um, a hard season when we struggled to have a baby. Thanks to um, IVF, we were finally able to have Noelle and her little sister, Bethany. So we are very blessed for that. Um, Strong Enough, your your song Strong Enough definitely helped me get through that hard season that we went through as it was a pretty rough couple of years and we know now that God had us go through that season for a reason and we are so blessed with our two little girls. Um, Hard season also um, reminds me um, of my sister. My sister is a couple years older than I. Um, She has two little girls and um, she's also coming to your concert tomorrow and she has struggled with a lot of um, medical diagnosis um, she's had a, many, many surgeries, um, which is very rough when you have um, two young ones. Um, so we're praying every day that God um, knows exactly what he's doing in her life. And we just pray um, for some of the um, different diagnosis that she has to just stop in her body so that she can um, get healthier. So we are looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Can you say bye? Bye. We will see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Extra points for cuteness on that one. That's 10 out of 10. My goodness. Did you hear her say her favorite song? My Dorio Glory. I want to like just take that audio and play that at random times throughout my day just to make me smile. My Dorio Glory. Oh, I hope you had a great time at the show in Ohio. That makes me so happy. And I I will say, if you haven't been to a show, guys, what the heck? What what are you doing? What do you miss? You guys are missing it. We're running out of opportunities, too. We have eight shows left on the My Story, Your Glory tour. Teaser, though, we might be doing some more in the fall. But you didn't hear that from me. But anyways, I'm telling you, it's the most beautiful thing. I see all ages coming together, all walks of life. I mean, you've even heard it on this call. Moms, daughters, truck drivers, <laughs> everybody coming together and singing. And it's just, uh, and I'm glad I did. I did a little gobble gobble that night in Ohio. So um, hopefully you were happy about that in Archbald, Ohio. And uh, it's been so much fun. And MatthewWest.com, if you want to find out where our final dates are, I think most of the shows upcoming are sold out. There might be a couple of shows with some tickets available. 
but um, I sure love coming to sing for you guys. You know, if you've been to one of these shows on this tour, I'm sure you've seen a big old smile on my face while I'm up there, and that's because I'm having the time of my life, and I don't want to take it for granted, you know? And I'm so thankful the Lord's given us the chance to gather together again. It's starting to feel like a distant memory when uh, they wouldn't let us gather, you know, for concerts. And so it's it's a beautiful thing to be back. And uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed the show. And thanks for sharing with me your favorite songs and why. I think I want to key in. I am actually might take a page. You mentioned several songs. Of course, Noel mentioned My Story, Your Glory. You mentioned... Um, Hard Season and I Need Jesus. So as we dive into songs from the Storyhouse in just a few minutes, might uh, pull from one of your favorites and we'll dive into that song and, and get fired up. So thanks for the calls today. Hey, you might be wondering, well, wait, how can I call the podcast hotline? I want to tell Matthew a story. I want to ask a question. I want to hear my voice on the podcast. Well, if that's you, you can call the podcast hotline. Operators are not standing by because uh, we're not that big of an operation, but we do have a voicemail and you can call the podcast hotline. You can tell me your name, where you're from. You know, hey, what's up, Matthew? I'm blank from blank and I was at your show or I'm or whatever. I'm I don't like your songs. Just kidding. Don't say that. But here's the here's the number you can call. You leave a voicemail. Try to keep it as short as possible. 601-301-2208. I'll sing it for you to make it more memorable. 601-301-2208. So there you go. Call the podcast hotline. Leave me a message. I love it when you guys call and uh, love featuring you in future episodes of the podcast. So, but yeah, we've got like eight shows left. One of the things we did just announce, did you guys see this? We just announced. Some of you might know that last Christmas, we did a come home for Christmas weekend in um, Nashville. And it was epic. We had about 350 people from around the country. It was a very limited amount that we were allowing to come. And it was the most epic weekend and we've decided it was such a success, we're doing it again this year. And the public on sale starts April 18th, yesterday. What the heck? Yesterday. So by the time this podcast airs, it'll be yesterday at 10 a.m. Central. Uh, we opened up tickets first to the people who attended last year. And now we're opening the rest. And so it's a special weekend, a holiday weekend uh, you can come and celebrate Christmas with me and the West family, special concerts, dinners together, lots of surprises. We Last year, we even recorded a live podcast episode. We had a songwriter route, so much fun, and we can't wait to do that again. Welcoming you to Nashville and Franklin, Tennessee to have a blast together with like 400 of my closest friends. So come and join me, all right? You can go to MatthewS.com for all the details about both the My Story, Your Glory tour as well as Come Home for Christmas. All right, before we dive into songs from the Storyhouse, I just wanted to share with you some devotional thoughts that kind of came to me during my personal quiet time, and I hope it'll be an encouragement to you. The message that I wrote down, and you might know where it's from, it's from the song, My Story, Your Glory. 
And uh, these are th- some thoughts that I wrote down while on tour the other day, and it goes out to my mailing list as well every week in written form if you'd like to uh, receive some devotions just like this. But today, sit back and uh, let me share these thoughts with you about the messes in our lives. Your mess, his message. You might know the song, right? My story, your glory, my pain. Your purpose, my mess, your message, and all things I know you're working. Well, I want to highlight that, that your mess, his message, my mess, your message, God. Your mess is God's message in the making. Nobody wishes for trouble to come, right? Nobody hopes to be handed a mess to have to deal with today. A financial crisis, sudden loss of a job, challenging family situation, a home damaged by a storm, right? You fill in the blank. Life is messy. We know that. And messes like these are never something that we wake up wanting to encounter in our lives and in our stories, but we all know they're a part of our life. They're a part of the story. Chances are you've got at least one mess in your life right now. I'll pause for dramatic effect to allow you to think about one mess in your life, all right? Now, we may have calm seasons when life is rolling along smoothly for the most part, but if you're like me, messes are a constant part of life. But like everything else in life, the author of your story has a plan and a purpose even for the messes in your life. Now, I have found that God can and will use your mess to get a message through to you. Now, okay, so what I want to highlight is there's two different ways that I I feel like God can use our mess for a message, okay? Now, the first one, number one, is he can use your mess to get a message to you a message through to you. Our messes are a wake-up call, aren't they? They're a reminder that we can't always fix what's broken by ourselves. We need help. We need Jesus. And when we find ourselves with a mess that we can't clean up, we're reminded that we have a God who is an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46, one. Isn't that good? He's always ready to step into our mess and either pull us out, like the scripture says, you pull me out of the pit, or lead us through it. But our messes are a message that God can get to us, a reminder of our need for him, a reminder of all that he is, that he's faithful, that he's strong, that he's good, that he's patient, that he's kind. So that's number one. Our mess can be a way for God to get a message to us. Now, number two, not only does God have a message to deliver to you through your mess, he also has a message for the world around you. When you trust the story of your life to him, God's going to write a story that will turn your messes into powerful messages to everyone who you come in contact with, right? Everyone you meet can see how you're handling the messages, or rather, how you're trusting God in the middle of it, how you're handling those messes. As the world witnesses how you trust God through even the messy parts of your life, your story is going to radiate a message to the world that God is faithful, God is good, and God has the best plan for all of us. So, a reminder as you're trying to handle whatever messes come across your story this week, today, or throughout your entire life, you can start to ask yourself, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me? What's the message you have? Show me. Show me your heart. Show me what message it is you have for me. I don't want to miss the message because I'm so focused on the mess. And then second, that perspective of realizing that there's a world around you watching watching to see how you're going to handle the mess and the messy situation in your life. May your life and the way you handle your messes be a shining example of God's glory as you trust him every step of the way. Whatever messy situation you might be facing right now, I want to encourage you 
keep your eyes open to see what message God wants to get to you and what message he is planning to speak through you. Can I get an amen? Amen. Or should I say, do you feel the zeal? (laughs) All right, now it's time for songs from the story house. Today's song from the story house, uh, one of our callers said it was her favorite song. Now, it's not a song on the radio yet. It's just a song that I love. And uh, let's go ahead and listen to it a little bit. This is I Need Jesus. Perfect was a race with the finish line. I'd be in last place every single time. Anyone who knows me knows it's no surprise. I need Jesus. My strong's never been quite strong enough. My past ain't ever been quite gone enough. My prone to wander, yeah, it always likes to trip me up. Hey, I need Jesus. But ain't no weakness in being weak. And ain't no secret what I need. I need mercy. I need grace. Yeah, I need a second chance every second of the day. But I need a Savior who calls me And one of the things I've been uh, messing with in my songwriting is I don't ever want to overlook simplicity. I want to take a, a title like I Need Jesus, very simple, right? Might, might tend to overlook it, but then I want to unpack it in a unique way. And uh, this is one of those songs. I wanted an anthem. I wanted an honest. I wanted a song that was like drenched in honesty, but was like up tempo and like something that somebody could sing in their car as a reminder of our needing to be dependent on Jesus. My favorite part of the song and some of my favorite lyrics in the whole song take place in the bridge because I went into scripture and just started thinking of like all of these examples in scripture of what it looks like to be dependent on God, where you'd read time and time again of people who had reached the end of themselves, people who, who were in a desperate a desperate hour, a desperate need, and their eyes were lifted to go, wait a minute, I can't make this on my own. And so that's where I started to go, like the woman at the well, I need Jesus. Like David when he fell, I need Jesus. Like uh, whatever the rest of the lyrics say, you know what, let's listen to it right now. Let's check it out.
Well, there you have it. That's the song, I Need Jesus. And I hope it's a reminder that your mess is his message. And whatever message you're facing, you can lift your eyes up and go, man, I, I need Jesus and I can't make it without him. When we live our lives in that posture, um, that's where we are really allowing him to write the story of our lives. So hope that song encourages you today. If you want to go listen to the whole song, uh, of course, it's available on the My Story, Your Glory double album it's available everywhere that you listen 22 songs the first album my story is is songs like i need jesus man telling my story and the stories of other people's lives and then your glory is my first ever more worship driven record 22 songs all together a journey that i highly recommend you take along with me and thanks for all the kind words about the songs He's my dad. He gives good advice. And that's why this last segment of today's show is called Dad Vice. Let's hear his theme song. He is my dad and he gives good advice. And that's why this segment is called Dad Vice. Dad, thanks for joining me today. Uh, we've been uh, coming out of the Easter season and uh, getting back on the road, uh, finishing up the My Story, Your Glory tour can you uh, send us out with some encouragement today? Yes, and I can not only send you out with encouragement, but I can send you out with just uh, a quick piece of humor right now. Go what is it. an astronaut's favorite candy? A Mars bar. Uh, there I you was go. Guess that. I knew people needed to laugh today. <laughs> Here's some of the lyrics we're looking at today: My story, your glory; my pain, your purpose; my mess, your message; and all things I know, you're working. Romans eight twenty eight. And we know all things work for the good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I, I love these words. In all things means in every circumstance, every situation, what happens in all things, God works for the good for those who love him. For our good doesn't necessarily mean for our pleasure or for our comfort and security. It means God is using every situation to transform us into being who we can be, doing his will and glorifying him. How is God working today? One, God is at work in the world. No matter what you see on the news or how out of control the world seems today, God is at work. He is in control. In all things, he's working. Let those lyrics stay in your head because it's scripture. Our God is a hands-on God. Nothing is outside the scope of his work. He is even in control of chaos. He can and will use everything to make it something that you, that will conform to his purpose. Ephesians 1.11, God works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. And then secondly, God is at work in our lives. His work is always good, even if circumstances are not good. Mm. His work is in always for our good with the purpose to making us more like him. Look at the life of Joseph, Genesis 39. I would encourage you to, to take some time to just look at the life of Joseph. And in the beginning, his circumstances didn't look all that good. He was betrayed by his brothers, thrown into a pit, going to die. And yet God used it for his glory. Philippians 2.13, for it is God who is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. My dad's advice today is be confident in the fact that God is at work. Take time today to write out all the ways you can see God at work in the world around you and in your own life. Then praise him for the good work he is doing. In all things, I know you're working, Lord. 
Thanks, Dad. Okay, that's our show for today. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for all the callers who called in. Thanks to everybody who's been coming out to the shows. Uh, reminder, we've got just eight dates left on the My Story, Your Glory tour with special guest Mac Powell. I'm going to try to get Mac on the podcast before the tour's over, have him be a guest again. Uh, also a reminder that tickets have just gone on sale for the new Come Home for Christmas 2023 special weekend in Nashville and Franklin, Tennessee with yours truly and the West family. Come and hang out with us. It's a special destination weekend, concerts, you name it. Uh, had an incredible time last year, so we're doing it again. The new album and the latest book, My Story, Your Glory, the book is called The God Who Stays. It's available everywhere. Our ministry is called Pop We. Go to popwe.org today and uh, sign up to start receiving a free weekly email devotional. Now, remember, you get one shot at this life, my friends. Life is brief. Life is a gift. Every second is a blessing from God, and we don't want to waste it, right? So go make the most of it today. No regrets. No what ifs. It's your story for his glory. I'll see you next week. Seriously, I, I, I do.